This is Donna Otto, and we are Modern Homemakers, and it's the season of celebrating, the season of preparing our hearts for the birth of Christ. He was born, he did live on this earth, he did die, and he will come again. And this December time, we set aside some time, as we in the church call it Advent, which is a way of talking about his soon return, that we're waiting and he will come again. We believe he will come again. And so during this December time, we take time to pause and think about the way we love God, how we can train our children, how we can relationally be stronger in the change of our own hearts. And this year I've made some decisions to not spend every one of our broadcasts talking about Advent. I know that there are Advent lessons available online that you can listen to every day in every way. Some of the most magnificent ones are put out every year by places like Biola College, lots of places that are available. And now with podcasting and the technology, music and art and every way that you can combine worship adventures. One of the things that takes a hit at Christmas, one of several things that take a hit, budget's one of them, Uh, body exhaustion is another one, we get tired pretty easily, we overeat pretty easily. But one of the things that takes a hit is marriage. So I want to, for a couple of days, talk to you about marriage. Many years ago, this verse came to my awareness, and I was stupefied by it, really. The wise woman builds her house, and the foolish woman tears it down with her very own hands. I thought, that can't be in the scripture. That, that. It was right there, Proverbs 14, 1. The wise woman builds her house, but the foolish woman tears it down with her very own hands. The verse that follows that one directly Proverbs 14 and 2 says, those who walk uprightly fear the Lord. Those who walk uprightly fear the Lord. I guess I would like to ask you to consider walking uprightly and fearing the Lord and being a wise woman who doesn't tear down her house with her very own hands. That honors her husband and her house, and continues to build. Now, I have to raise both of my hands if I'm in your audience and you're saying, so did you ever tear down your very, oh my gosh, so many times I tore down my very own house. I'm embarrassed to count them. I'm not, I don't have to count them. But I remember so clearly this happening for the first time after my awareness of this verse. And there's a part of me that wants to just keep reciting that verse to you and hang up the show today and say, that's all there is, folks. The wise woman builds her house. Do you want to be a wise woman? Are you a wise woman? The foolish woman tears down her house with her very own hands. How are you tearing down your very own house? And after that verse became a part of the warp and woof of who I was, I remember clearly David Otto, my dear husband, doing something I did not like. Whatever it was, I don't even remember what it was. And 
out of my brain. I could feel the words about to come off of my lips. And for a second, I had this choice. And I thought, do I want to be a wise woman or do I want to be a foolish woman? I mean, it was that, it was all that happened that just that fast. And I think that's what happens to us. The foolish woman in us just doesn't pause, doesn't take a second, doesn't think, is this a wise thing? Is this a foolish thing? I'm not, I'm not going to tell you what I actually did in that instance. But I realized that having the information, hearing it, registering with it, recognizing that the proper was telling me, I can be either or. What do you want to be? And what do you want to be at Christmas? What do you want to be during these days, which often tend to be very busy? You have one child, well, there's a school program, there's a church program. You have two children, there are two school programs. You have five children, you homeschool your children. There are activities everywhere, far and wire, near and, near and, near and far away. That's what I mean to say. So it's a time for being wise in treasuring this relationship. I'm not talking about the pair of silk wool pants that I saved $95 to buy for David, $95, $5 a week until I had $95 to buy these pair of pants. I'm not talking about that kind of wisdom. I'm talking about the wisdom that watches what we say, what we do, how we honor that that very own person, your very own husband, who you see all the time in his best and his worst, and he, you, the same, is the person that we honor. The wisdom of marriage is that we are building our relationship not only with um, God, but with our husband in relationship to how God calls us to be. In Proverbs 24, verse 3, it says, Do not... Let's see, Proverbs 24, I'm sorry, I said that wrong, 24, verse 3. By wisdom a house is built, and by understanding it is established. We talk about, talk about building a house. We're talking about building the house of relationships in your house. The Proverbs 31 woman, who we often refer to in all of the characteristic that she offers for us as women, wives, mothers, and people who live in our communities to help one another. Well, this verse is repeated not only here in Proverbs 24, but in Psalm 1 and 27 as well. Wisdom, unless God builds the house, the house is built in vain. Unless God builds the house, the house is built in vain. And by wisdom, a house is built. And by understanding, it is established. In 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verses 10, starting at verse 10, 1 Corinthians chapter 3, can you hear me ruffling my pages? According to the grace of God given to me, like a skilled master builder, I laid a foundation, and someone else is building on it. Each builder must choose with care how to build on it. For no one can lay any foundation other than the one that has been laid. The foundation is Jesus Christ. Now, if anyone builds on the foundation with gold, silver, precious stone, wood, hay, straw, the worker of each builder will become visible, for the day will disclose it, because it will be revealed with fire. And the fire will test what sort of work has been done. What has been built on the foundation survives, 
the builder will receive a reward. If the work is burned up, the builder will suffer the loss. The builder will be saved only through the fire. Pretty solemn words talking about what you are building. I think when the fire comes, the wisdom of marriage, the wisdom of what the wise woman does in building up her house is it, intact. I, I've tried throughout my married lifetime to build a wise place, but I'm not always wise, and I don't always do it right. And when I fail, I know I have this sense of sadness about that failure, but I also have this sense of I've understood and estimated within my own humanity and what God has asked me to do, how much I can do. And I will fail at it. I will fail at it. You will fail at it. My husband fails at it. He will fail at it. We always do because we're human. But if in the intent of the wisdom of our marriage, we first and foremost are wise, we do wise things. And I ask you at this time of year, do you view yourself as wise? Are you growing in wisdom? Are you building your house with precious stones? Or are you building it with hay, wood, and stubble? So be wise and communicate well. I'm going to give you a couple of tips. Be wise and communicate well. People often say to me, women's particularly, how do I get my husband to talk to me? Well, I think that we get our husbands to talk to us when we honor them. Don't frame your words with you should do. Choose carefully what you say. Make sure that your tongue is full of truth and not wickedness. Know when to pause. Know when to take a, a halt. A halt. Know where he is and what he's doing and separate the facts from your feelings. My husband loves to be busy. Just recently, we sat in our new home, an old home that we moved into during the pandemic. We've been fixing up. And the patio is now usable. <laughs> the, 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 all of the repair and the visual things that made it difficult to get around in is usable. And my husband built a beautiful table that is made of wood, reclaimed wood. It's just lovely. And two long benches. And there we were, all 15 of us sitting around the table. And I thought, with his very own hands, he built this table. With his hands, he loves to toss a ball. He loves to be physical. He loves to keep busy doing things. And I want to respect and honor that. Now, I'm not always the same way. Uh, in many ways, I don't like to be busy with my hands. As you might guess, I like to be busy with my mouth. And so I've had to learn, and he has had to learn as well. But the wisdom of marriage is that I remember to honor him. I remember to forgive him. I remember to ask for forgiveness for the things that I have done. What is the wisdom of marriage? And keeping a clean account with one another. And when you, like I, in the moment, had this decision to be the wise woman who builds my house or the foolish woman that tears it down, then pause. And if you've been the foolish woman, pause again and ask for forgiveness. Remember the things that we say to one another, not only the words matter, but the tone matters. 
remembers how we remember how we say matters almost as much as what we say. And don't fill every moment. This is the time of the year when there's one more thing we can add to the calendar. I often recommend at Christmas time that you get a poster board, uh, aside from whatever daily calendar or family calendar you have, but you get a poster board and mark off December 1 through 25. So you can all see clearly, what night are we going to the school play? What night are we going to the church activity? Are we going to someone's house for Christmas Eve? Are they coming to our house? Are we going to church? Are we going to early service or late service? What does the calendar look like? It's so easy to add something else on it. So put it out there big and strong before you. If your husband has a job away from home, if he doesn't have a job away from home and he's working from home, if you both have jobs, there's less and less you can do every night of the week. So remember that the wisdom comes in putting a value on each other. And I'm saying to you as a woman, there is a wisdom in marriage found in Proverbs 14.1. The wise woman builds her house and the foolish woman tears it down with her very own hands. I'm asking you not to be demanding, not to be terse, not to be strong, not to be critical. I'm asking you to be the kind of woman that God calls all of us to be, and that's respectful, chaste, and caring. And the wisdom of these things will allow you to be like the woman in Proverbs a wise woman who's building her house and not tearing it down with her very own hands. I think that the forces of our culture uh, really come in and try to snap us up, uh, allowing us to make more commitments than we can actually fulfill during the month of December. So I encourage you to take these remarks just softly and quietly into your heart and ask the Lord to give you wisdom during December on what activities to engage in, what to let go, what to make a priority, and how to choose things that work for you and for your husband and your family. Remember, the common begin and the uncommon finish. Go out and make it a very uncommon day of being a wise woman.